0: Alright, so we'll just have to uh, start this one over again.
1: Yeah, I I blame my computer. Alright, so hopefully now everything should be fixed with the sound and we can move on with the show. Um, I was just asking Kirk how his Thanksgiving went. Kirk, uh, you want to tell the story over again? or
2: <laughs> Basically, my, th- my premise for Thanksgiving was I wore my tightest pair of pants because when i i could eat till it hurt with them i could still wear those pants that was my theory because i need i only have so many pants i need to wear all of them
1: and i was explaining to kirk that he's a thanksgiving quitter and that he yeah. should eat as much as possible on
3: uh, yes, mother
1: of all buffet holidays.
2: Not, that's for, that's what capitalism tells you to do. You just got to need more and more and more. But at a certain point, you're full. Your tummy's full, and you're going to be like, "I don't want to crap forever the next three days." And guess don't, what? Don't be a slave <clears throat> to the holiday people.
1: You you are never full. You can always fit more whipped cream slash pudding or ice cream. It fills in the cracks.
2: All right. Oh, no, Pre- President America. <laughs> <laughs> that that was that was your that was, you know what that was that was your word from America
1: and then going to John I uh, already know that you weren't at Thanksgiving because I was there and you were not so this is true
0: because
3: I was um, working John had to work
2: uh, were you working for the weekend? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no but let me tell you, working a night shift when you don't work night shifts
3: sucks.
2: Well, I heard Thanksgiving is a horrible day to work any medical thing, because people just stuff themselves, like Chris. Eh. of the heart attacks, constipation. Like, I heard that's a bad medical day. See,
0: I, I don't think so. I mean, I was busy, don't get me wrong. I, it was a busy night, but it wasn't because of that. Um, and like, I don't mind working Thanksgiving most of the time. Cause it's one of the days, like most people do not come in during Thanksgiving to hospitals. It's not like it doesn't happen. Cause it does, uh, it, it's the days after that are bad in my opinion.
2: Well, that's I've heard, like plumbers the day after Thanksgiving is called not this black Friday. You said it's also called Brown Friday. <laughs> if you know what I mean? That's not yeah. a, like the, the plumbers. The day after, there's a lot of people not eating salad, clogging things up.
3: Well, there's a
0: strange definition of salad. It's yeah, not
2: le- a lettuce, lettuce on your submarine sandwich doesn't count. It's, well, that's
0: so. Let me let me preface this and explain. The reason I say that is because there's a channel I follow that, and Chris will kind of understand. Like, frog eye salad.
1: This is something that, you know. Yeah, frog eye salad is a very sweet pudding dessert. And yeah. it is salad. So, counts.
0: And like the food. reason why I find this funny is because the count I, I, I or the videos I watch, it's from a uh, Minnesotan person that, you know, plays up the Minnesota mom type thing. Everything is salad. Like, cookie salad.
2: All It's... Potato salad, macaroni salad. Yeah, like, that's that's not healthy. That's clogging things up. That's, that's my I was kind like, of
0: people. Well, that's just what I was saying. Like, like half of our family, you know, kind of originated from there. May- mayonnaise, mayonnaise <laughs> and everything. Yes, <laughs> that's why I just find it funny. Like salad. I was like, I don't think I ever remember. There was always salads, but they they were never
2: salad. There's marshmallows in them. Like yes. I remember, well, I remember like marshmallows, like if you put bacon on it or bacos or some, there had to be some sort of meat or something to try, trick me into eating actual salad salad. But you guys yeah. were, yeah, they, no, they, like they ain't got no marshmallows. Get that off. Get off my property. You ain't from around here. I don't know why you're Appalachian hill folk, but that's
3: <laughs> <are. laughs> just how it hits you, huh?
2: I don't, you know what? It just came out. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm
1: wrong. We don't take too kindly to your type
2: around here. (laughs) Come on, yeah, Mister Pale and Mister Get Off My Property, and I don't like. Come on, it all, it all adds. Look, I'm, I'm not out of left field here. That's all I'm saying. Well, hopefully, Oh, oh. Oh, but just one more thing. By the way, I don't want to toot my horn. I don't want to like you guys to like pray. But here's the thing. I, the bar shift I left, it was there celebrating their ninth anniversary. So I left a celebration at a bar where I could have drank for free and eaten for free for several more hours where there's music. Why? Why did I leave that? I left it for the Fuse Relativity <laughs> podcast to, po- to talk up to a bunch of space nerds and tell jokes. So I don't want to say like, you know, I need your You're welcome, but come on. It could have, I left responsibly after three beers <laughs> and, and, a, uh, a hot link that made me sweat. So <laughs> I just, I, a pat on the back, a, you know, a rump. That's all I'm saying. Well, thank you, Kirk. We always yes. appreciate it. Cause when I you show up. It's episode number, number 39. Yep. Almost To 40. Almost there. Okay. So what what are we, yeah, so what are we dealing with other than okay, other than praising me? What are we doing?
1: I was uh I was going <laughs> to say I hope everybody's Thanksgiving went well. It's always a long day for us, but we enjoy it and we get to eat a lot of food. So, all is all is good. pecan pie. That's right. Saying. But John, uh you wanted to talk about viral stuff. Take it away.
0: Well, I was going to go with the food thing first, but we can also do that. Um, so we had a, or one of our clips went semi-viral on TikTok, which was odd. Uh, and I say semi-viral because it, it's, viral is, is kind of a weird one. Like I've dealt with social media for, for quite a while. And I've, I've dabbled in YouTube and all of that stuff. And you know, a viral post would be something that would you would see and you know, it would make the rounds. Like is the the fact that we're almost at two hundred thousand views, it's impressive. But it's it's not exactly something that you know would potentially make news. And what gets me even more and Chris agrees, it wasn't a good clip
1: at all. I think that's the only pertinent st- part of the story is it was a really stupid clip that just happened to have a lot of people watching it and that's what
0: gets me it's like the other thing that i noticed is that i think this is this is built into tiktok's algorithm somehow because there's another account that i i know of and you know, they posted videos, had the same kind of thing that we do. We posted more, uh, but months ago, they had one video take off, and now it's almost at 200,000. We've had the same thing happen, and now we're, our accounts are, you know, equivalent, aside from the fact that we post a whole lot more. And it's just, it, it it's strange.
2: Anybody can catch lightning in a bottle, and it just goes for... Uh, for no reason, and then they're on to the next thing. It seems like it's like a very ADD thing. Like, they're just, they. oh, something catches their attention, and they're on the next thing. Yeah, I, it again. is.
1: What is nice is John said that our Space Engineers clips are like 10% of the Space it's, Engineers it's hashtags I'm
0: Very TikTok. close to 10%. Like, there's 2.4-ish million views, and we're almost at 200,000.
2: Well, so, I, I, and there's a certain thing you can don't don't get busy you know patting yourself on the back because you know pet rocks well, were a thing
0: yeah and that's what I was kind of talking about is like 100 or you know 200,000 views on TikTok it's impressive it's numbers that I have never seen before like I think the most viral thing I've ever had or, well I say viral the most viewed thing I've ever done was an old YouTube clip about uh, butterflies in Minecraft and that got Five thousand views over the course of like three or four years before I I went through and nuked all my old stuff because I didn't think I would ever get back into YouTube and right when
2: there's close to seven billion people most of who are online so it's a it's a small sliver tiny sliver yeah
0: and it, it's like even on TikTok having like we're almost at a thousand uh, followers which is amazing but it's not you now i look and there's 11 notifications it's not anything to write home about because you know a hundred thousand or ten thousand is when they start looking and saying hey you know you're popular enough now you can tap into the creator fun and make money and then you know most of the the biggish accounts are around a million, and then you have the really hyper ones that are above 10 million. But for an app that has like a billion people on it, it it's just strange. And, yeah, yeah. I, I find the whole thing amusing. And I also find the fact that I'm the one in charge of it amusing. Because I hate yeah. this. Because you
1: secretly hate interaction with anybody, even
0: oh if no it's no virtual. no no,
2: you are the worst social media marketer person we could get. I essentially, and you're gonna tank, and you know your anti-promotion is gonna set us it, apart. It's All not even that.
0: Gente- like, I'm fine with promoting it. I just wish I didn't have to do it. Like I,
2: like I woke well, up. There's fr- got to be. A, you're gonna produce something, whatever it is. There's got to be a way for people to find it or it's just you doing it, you know, screaming it into the ocean or like just putting it into a can. You know what I mean? Essentially yeah. if you're producing something. There should be a point And if at least letting eyeballs find it, and then maybe if they like it, then they start collecting, but creating stuff and then not sharing what's the, I mean, there's the self satisfaction creating it, but I don't know. Give it a chance.
0: Yeah. I just, And I understand the reasoning. Like, I have to be the one that does this. Well, I say have to be the one that does social media. I have all the raw footage, so it is easiest for me to do all of it, which is fine. And and you're pale, and you know how
2: computers work, and (laughs) I don't.
0: It's just that the fact that I hate the social part Mm -hmm. of it. It's just weird to me. because well, just don't do it
2: douchey. That's all. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't be an asshole about it. To be the... Just like... Oh, like no, no. When I, I... when I run a comedy show, it's just like you would... I would throw Here's the show. Here's the people on it. Come if you want. You know what I mean? It's, it's... not berating you 70 times every day and friend us, like us, and blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like, there's a way to do it classy San Diego. Well, and my thing was, like, as Chris pointed out,
0: uh, and I want to point out, the, the video, or I made a video about how, you know, we're not looking to join, uh, you know, we don't want people joining us because we we have very limited time to do this stuff. And Chris was like, oh, that was a welly, very well thought out video that you did. It took me almost an hour to make for a, uh, well,
2: well we're, hey, an hour, that's, that's fine. That's oh, good.
1: That's the filter version that most people don't have, which is why TikTok is so successful.
2: Oh, well, and- you, need, you need a time. There needs to be, like, it can't just be instant gratification. It just can't be just like, have a thought, say it, and then I'm done with it in 30 seconds. There should be some uh, evaluation, a little phrasing. Let me think this through. And I don't know. I mean, an hour technically is a lot of time, but is it really?
0: Well, for a thirty-second clip, where I, I essentially just wanted to say is, yeah, we'd like to have people play with us, but we just don't have the time, right? Right but now,
2: if you, if you half-ass it, then you effectively yeah, you, you sound... turn off. If you spend the time that if if you put the time into, if you're not going to spend the time to put energy into the message, why bother at all? Well, yes, and that yeah, that
0: brings up a great point, and that that's why I also kind of find it funny that I'm like. This was something that I, I was, it you know, managed to do without too much difficulty.
2: But God, it's just it, it's weird how an it's... hour I, I write jokes an hour every day. Come yeah. Come on. An hour. Oh. It's it's good. You're you're spending it into something you care about. You're you're producing something you want it. You, the thing you're producing, you want to be good. It takes time.
0: Yeah. And it's. And I guess it's just because I'm getting, you know, I'm older that I don't care. And I remember when I first started YouTube, I had to convince myself because this, granted, this was back in 2012, and I had to convince myself, yeah, you can, you can put your face on YouTube. It won't, it won't be that big of a deal. I I did that on TikTok without even really thinking about it. Didn't care.
3: Yeah, but the the YouTube. uh... The video
1: kept wondering why the flash was on.
2: <laughs> That's true. Pe- people complained about cornea damage while watching, which shouldn't, shouldn't be possible. I don't know how you did it, but somehow Bill Gates said it was impossible. You proved him wrong, so well done. <laughs> Powder said, I need sunglasses. Anyway. Powder? Anybody?
1: So, so John, I, I'm going to jump gears over because I'm very excited to hear part of our title of our podcast. What is the hundred dollar an hour hamburger? I need to know.
0: Okay.
2: Is that is that the title by the way? I can't see.
0: Oh yeah. It, it was the semi viral TikTok and uh and and the thousand Jesus, I put a second and in.
2: That's, <laughs> the that's And funny. the thousand that thousand dollar
0: hamburger? <laughs> and and the hundred dollar per hour
2: hamburger.
0: hamburger. Okay. Um so I was thinking uh so this is, let me let me set up the thing. I got up around, I think it was like 12 o'clock yesterday. Because I, I wanted to sleep in because I had to work overnight. And so when I got up, you know, the kids and my wife were all at family for Thanksgiving. So I just walked around drinking coffee and thinking. Uh, Chris Chris knows I pace and mill around frequently. I think even though that I was busy at work, I still hit like almost 16,000 steps last night just walking around. Um, So I was thinking, and for some reason I got on the fact of it would be technically cheaper or at least the same price to buy a ribeye steak and make your own Big Mac at home, including fries and all of that, than it would be to buy a Big Mac.
2: And I would bet that it would taste better. you're gonna you're getting a fight go ahead chris get (laughs) him, because i know you're just punching mad Uh, so (laughs) (laughs) how dare you besmirch french fries that's what he's gonna say
1: no so no i'm okay so you're saying that you can buy a ribeye steak yes and a potato yes and make your own french fries and steak and it'll be cheaper than a big mac
2: yes no Yes. A, a big okay. So it's, uh, I have not been to McDonald's in a while. A Big Mac is three bucks. I have, no. I no idea. Well, I'm I'm talking a meal. Now, granted, okay, I so use the, DoorDash as
0: yeah. Granted, I use DoorDash because they didn't have their. I don't have the app, so I couldn't see the the price. It's like it's like nine bucks for so a. Combo. Somebody, okay. Somebody
2: somebody picking up a value meal and delivering it to you.
0: So. Now you would agree that. I knew this was going to bring up a. a, a I, this is why I was looking forward to this. So, the, the reason okay. I brought this up is a, a ribeye, I looked this up on Safeway, and it could be different in different areas, obviously, but a ribeye near me is $16 for a pound. Now, I don't know, are the McDonald or the, the the Big Mac patties a quarter pound? Because I don't think they're half pound patties.
1: I think it's two quarter pound patties.
0: Okay, which means that right there, just buying That's the steak is eight dollars for that burger. Now, a potato is what, twenty cents?
3: Uh, sure. We'll say, it's, 50, we'll say. say
1: fifty cents. Just just for a round number. We'll say fifty cents.
0: And then you have the bun. And you could argue like the it, it's very close to to making a ribeye Big Mac yourself, to purchasing one in the store.
2: Well, What's well your you t- put hey, your, the, I, the, the energy of making it, and the time and, and I agree, and I agree. And the well, quality how much, of the tastefulness of it. Go ahead.
1: How much is your time worth,
2: John? Yes. Well, but you're, you're... See, this
0: is what I was going to say. I agree. It is... It will take time, because if you wanted to do it the cheapest way, you would obviously not buy French fries that were already made, because that is more expensive. You wouldn't buy buns that were already made, because that is more expensive. You would make your own. And that all takes time. I get that. But would you think, and this is kind of what my point would be, would a ribeye burger taste better than a Big Mac?
1: Not if you were hungry for a Big Mac. But I, If your goal was to eat a Big Mac, then no, because you're not going to get it to taste the same. You're, you're,
2: you're chemically programmed to like the ingredients they use to keep you coming back, and anything else is going to be like, that's not a Big Mac. Like, I get it. McDonald's burgers are, you know, they're okay.
3: They're fast food burgers. They're, they're garbage compared to other burgers. Yes. So, uh, my point
0: with the whole $100 an hour thing was... When I was thinking about this, I was thinking now, what would happen if you ran a burger shop that paid their employees a hundred dollars an hour? Would you be able would that be a financially possible thing? What's your thoughts No, I knew Chris was going to say that all right well so.
2: the, the, the qual i mean if if it's fast food quality food, there's no way to make that feasible because there's, you would have to jack up the prices to such an extent where people are like, I'm paying for the convenience. I'm, I'm not, you know what I mean? Like if I'm, if I'm going to pay this much money, I'm going to do a sit down, quality place. So, well, okay, and that was my next point. Like, if the hamburger was twelve dollars,
0: is that too much or for a meal? So, soda, fries,
2: hamburger, is that for, too okay. much for what people are getting paid now? Yes, that is too much. If you, I agree. If, if the bottom of the barrel, if you bump up the, the, the bottom of the barrel to $15 an hour and then everybody else rises with them, I think there's a there's a chance. But for right now, no, not feasible.
1: Okay, so here's the thing, John. You've got, let's say you're paying your employees $100 an hour. Okay, so how many employees are you got? How many do you have working? So... Before for, before do I do, we have to, to that, pick a
2: hundred dollars because it's such an asinine number. The reason it's I not, there's no way this is possible, so it just it's like every it is rich possible. bastard who goes see this is like it's so it's it's too far. Well, you think it's but, actually a hundred dollars an hour is possible? That's I've done the math. Like yeah, bullshit.
0: But I don't know if I've done the math correctly because there's a lot of things that factor into this that. Are variable like price of meat price of ingredients stuff like that when I did the math on this um, and let me well let me get back to the point when I said that a $12 hamburger and you brought up sit-down versus fast-food like we got Red Robins for dinner tonight because we had a gift card left over for my birthday
3: Um, those burgers are $12 they're $13 in fact and you know, when
0: you think about that, you don't bat an eye at paying f- that much for a Red Robin burger because, you know, you're kind of – you're expecting a somewhat quality uh, burger,
2: right? It, it takes a while. When I order it, it takes – a it, the you know, there's a couple minutes. There's a process. It's not just, there you go, pff, there you go. Yeah. It's home cooking, supposedly. So when I did the – when I factored out
0: the, the equation for this – I put it at around two dollars per hamburger to be made. Now, the reason I put it there was if you're doing a quarter pounder hamburger, hamburger um, the price per pound for beef is around seven dollars. Like for you know a half a cow, it's about seven dollars, or a full cow, uh, which puts the price of You know, and when you're buying on an industrial sale of like flour and all that other stuff, per hamburger, the prices is ridiculous. Like if you look up how much it costs McDonald's to make a double quarter pounder, it's like 20 cents. The patties are like 10, most of the price, and they're only like 15 cents.
1: Yeah, but restaurants run on paper thin margins. I mean... If you look at most restaurants... Then why they, why are they so... why? If that was true, if they ran on paper-thin
0: margins, why are there people in the company that make a fuck-ton of money?
2: Go ahead, Chris. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I see where you're... I, I understand where your brain's at, but I think... I think that you're... Looking at it from, like, just knowing a little bit about how the restaurant industry runs, you can make money as a uh, as a restaurant, but most restaurants fail.
2: Without you know, it, I, I think it's I, like 85%. Like, if you make it to a year, like, you know, you have to establish yourself and get it. So it's it's high risk. Yeah. So let know. me ask
0: you this. Why do they fail? Do they fail because...
1: They fail. Well, they fail. One here's. There's a couple reasons. One, rent is not a cheap. Two, oh, I get that. Two, usually restaurants do very well for the first like six weeks, and then after that, people don't go there anymore
2: unless because it's
0: particularly good. That's that's what I was going to say. Unless it's particularly good, okay. Right. Which means, or which,
2: if if Chris stops and eats there, and then they can't fumigate the odor, just drives them away but you were saying
1: well, that's that's one reason but no john I, so <laughs> yeah. i i i see where you're going but think about it from this perspective you're proposing a hundred dollars an hour worker burger place and most restaurants can't survive paying their workers
2: nine bucks an hour right they can't but yeah they why? can't pay them starvation wages So I've done the math. It seems like the only the only one, like the corporate restaurants, the the ones that are producing food that is essentially chemicals and shit. They figured out a way for their bottom line to work. But it's like a mom and pop place. It's still it seems like much of a struggle.
1: Well, the other the other thing here, John, is you have to look at it this way. So you're saying, okay, so let's say you have three employees and they're all making one hundred dollars an hour. Oh, I done So I've done the math and I've done the math with five. So let's go with five. Okay, so five employees. That means every hour you're shelling out $500, right? You have to have... What is that? Uh, What's your burger cost? What's the price of it?
0: Well, that's what I was saying. Like, I did this... So I did this with a price of $2 for the ingredients, which is mostly you would have to... You would have to buy cows full and butcher in store. Same with you would have to have someone that could bake... And do that in store to to keep the price down.
2: When you're butchering the cows, you 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 don't do it in front of the customers, right? That would be uncomfortable. But
1: so no, that's, so. What's your what What are you selling this hamburger for? That's my
0: question.
2: Twelve dollars.
1: That was that was the point. Okay, it's a ten dollar so, profit. So so twelve dollars is what you're making per hamburger. No ten. Well, twelve dollars, yes. So but that's ten dollars profit. For... Right. So. Each each eight hours is nine or each eight hamburgers is ninety six bucks. So you have to sell forty hamburgers in one hour to 50. just just to pay your wages. Yep. Right.
0: So and this is where I'm going to beat you with numbers because I looked it up. So fifty per hour, and if you ran it for twelve hours. So the other thing with this is five employees, uh twelve hour shifts. So Only three days of work.
2: You know what's you know what's like not not, like more fascinating uh, on a podcast numbers. (laughs) Can I just say, like, I'm on the podcast and I'm bored. Can I? I, I, I'm speaking for the audience. I get, and I'll try and I'll. So, my point is,
0: during a a shift, it would be you would need six hundred hamburgers to potentially pay employees and everything else.
2: What about the hamburger?
0: (laughs)
1: and what about waste what i mean i think that this is something it's an interesting thing to look at but there's a whole lot of things that if somebody could have done it they would have done it by now
0: no
2: because people are narcissistic assholes that want money um that's true the people killing it aren't looking for another solution if they're crushing it so yeah I, i i quibble with that a little bit and that's that was kind of my point, is it could be done. Now, places
0: like Red Robin, you would the more employees you need, the harder it's gonna be, obviously. But my point was with six hundred hamburgers needed to be sold a day, the average person that comes in and buys a hamburger, if you average it out over the entire day, would probably be about two meals per person that comes in. Because you're gonna have a certain amount that buy one, you're gonna have a certain amount that buy five. Which means that if the average is um, Sorry, if the average is two, it would be about 300 customers you would have to serve a day. That is the average that most restaurants get in the U.S.
2: Can I vent about Red Robin? Because they screwed me out of a gift card <laughs> when I was working at another company.
0: Yeah, they did that. Almost did that to us. That's why we had one left over
2: for my birthday. I'm not a fan of them. I I played. I was working a job uh, in a corporate building, and Red Robin shared it. And I would play guitar. And they go, "Hey, you play guitar? We're doing a corporate thing. Come play for us, and we'll give you a hundred dollar gift card." And then they gave me end up giving me twenty five. So, screw those guys. Huh, All right. So, what else are we talking? Are we talking but, about space? Let, we talk, well, let, let's I, talk I, about space. Not, we're not. We're not
1: against your idea. We're just let's let's go to space well, because.
2: Uh, yeah, hundred dollars is a, st- a stupid starting place. I am mean, gonna say I agree.
0: My last, the last thing I wanted to say is, like, the virality of stuff like this. Like, we got an In and Out in Colorado Springs not too long ago. In fact, it, it it was months ago. It has not gone a day without cars wrapped around the street.
2: And supposedly uh, they they're they're kind of famous for paying their employees well. That's yeah. of one of the things they're known for. So they pay them more than the average fast food place.
0: So my thing was, my last thought on this is, if you had a store that, or a restaurant or hamburger joint that was selling or paying your employees $100 an hour, would you think that people would not be super interested in the company that's not screwing people over? Like yes, $100 is entirely unrealistic. Like 50 would be more realistic and would cut the price down in half and you could have double the employees. The point being is that you would, the amount of viral marketing that would go from just being a company that pays people $50 an hour for a hamburger or $100 an hour for a hamburger would be insane. And the amount... And the other thing, I I was going to bring this up when you were talking about quality, was do you not think that at $100 an hour you wouldn't be getting Michelin star chefs coming in to work? Like, there would be people that would be... You know, would do anything to work there and make sure that it was 100 percent, you know, you, up to if, quality. If,
2: if you pay people that much, you would think they're not spitting on your hamburger.
0: Yeah, it's they're not you, blowing their nose in your fucking water. you're getting quality. You can pay at that price. You can pay for damn near probably the best baker in the world to come and make buns. Right, or, but know, I think
2: – well, I th- but the thing is the people that go to fast food are the people that can't afford quality. That's why well, they go to fast food. So it's like but, it's a weird market. And the, this is why I was like
0: – the cost of Big Mac keeps going up and up and up. Like even if you go to Culver's or some of these other fast food kind of like hybrid joints, the price of hamburgers is high.
2: It's, it's not like – Everything goes up, yes. Yeah, it is getting more expensive. You can it still get those cheaper.
0: cheap things. Uh, But they lose the companies that you're buying them from money. They want you to get the more expensive stuff. And and that's where I'm like, if this could be done, this would be a great experiment. And I think it would be a great experiment to see if something like that would be financially feasible, because I think
3: it would. Well, let's let's talk about it a little more uh, behind the scenes, because I'm not
1: opposed to talking about it. No, I, I agree. It, it's uh, The whole time you're talking, my brain says, no, 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 no. no. Because, yeah. Because,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. because in your situation, you would be paying people as little as you could that to make the most Because you're
2: Scrooge, you're Scrooge McDuck. Yes. <laughs> and see, profit, that's...
1: Profit over people.
2: Ex- that's right. That's <laughs> exactly right. You know, money talks and everything else. walks. Wow, so... Greed is good. Am I right? Wall Street, everybody.
1: Just be happy that you have a job. That's all I'm saying. No. <laughs> <laughs> but that wasn't that wasn't my real thoughts, people. It was a joke. All right. Kirk, i oh. I didn't mean it.
2: i no, no, i that's it's so funny that you have to say that. You know what I mean? It was clearly sarcastic. There's um there was some uh there was some Weisenheimer in that.
3: Yeah, well, I don't want someone to get all offended, you know. Yeah.
2: Right, that's, this podcast is that's, for fun.
3: That's the whole that's
0: point. Probably going to be next week's topic, too. That's the other one I wanted to float. and we I just knew we weren't going to have time for it, so let's go to space.
1: Let's go to space. Uh, okay. So, the first one, uh, I don't know if everybody noticed that I changed my icon. I don't even know if you can see it. But... NASA launched a new mission just the other day, and it's called DART. And it's, I think, Double Asteroid Redirection Test is what they called it, which is why it's called DART. And essentially, they're going to shoot a... They shot a rocket with a satellite on it that is going to crash land kamikaze style into an asteroid... To try and change its direction.
2: So it's going to take the hit. It's going to, it's going to fly right into it and then explode.
1: Yeah, very... Uh, oh, shit. What's the
0: movie called?
3: You're thinking of Armageddon. Yeah, I was
0: thinking
1: of
2: Armageddon. Curly Sue. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, so yes, it's going to fly directly into it, and it, it needs to impact, like dead straight on in the middle of the asteroid, so it's using all kinds of fancy
3: autopilot to do that. Uh, but,
2: GPS coordinates to get into the dead center.
3: Yep. The funny part is is
1: it's going to fly into this asteroid at six meters per second, which, John, you can do the math after the podcast,
2: but I don't know how fast that is. It's It's really no, it's, fast. Can I say, Mister um, Mister America, bring in the metrics? I don't know what that means.
0: Three hundred and sixty meters per hour, which is no, no, no. Comm- no. That'd be that meters is, per s- minute.
2: Meter. T- that's commie talk. Metrics. Come on. <laughs> I.
1: That's just the research I did, Kirk. They don't in space. They do metric version.
2: So they don't. They don't put it in America. Okay. Yeah. So
0: it'd be twenty one thousand meters per second, which is or yeah, roughly.
3: It's really fast, so it's going to oh, fly, go. it's going to, it's going to zoom
1: into the middle of this asteroid, and wow. Kirk, can you guess how much it's going to change its direction? I,
2: I would hope at least 10%, can I say 10%? One degree. Damn it, but we, we've that's had not this... even worth it, why are we doing no, this? No, we, we've had
0: this talk before, <laughs> though.
1: Uh, One degree, so one degree, Kirk, is what it's going to change. And it sounds minimal, but over this the length of one year, which is the amount of time the asteroid takes to orbit, it'll be a huge correction because, you know, it's just one degree over a whole year. Says you. <laughs> well, wow, that's, what, <laughs> that's what NASA said. Don't listen to what
2: I say. So but, you're speaking as NASA. Okay.
0: Yes. This this was the the yeah w- when we talked about this last time it was the arrow thing or the apple thing like if you're trying right. to shoot an a- arrow at an apple you know right up front you're gonna hit it if you move it ten feet away there's a good chance that without even moving the bow and arrow you're gonna miss just because of that that little bit of uh, deflection just with anything can cause it to just miss and uh, the the more you can change like you wouldn't want to sit there and you know you don't have to put engines on it and just have them going all time to change it a bunch a little bit if we could get to it just the right time would be enough to completely change the course of the
2: the asteroid so a little bit is enough so it's more than enough okay good
1: and the whole point the whole point of this project is to measure just how much they can get it to move over the span of a year and see if it's a viable option to deflect future asteroids that may actually be in Earth's path. See, and that's, that's it's a double-edged sword kind of because
0: it only will work at, for asteroids that we can see coming and we have a high likelihood that they might hit and then we, we can intercept in time. Because if it's uh, super close, like the Armageddon asteroid,
2: you know, one percent isn't going to do shit. Well, mine is Jerry Bruckheimer, but like, it seems like we got a good, uh, a good. Uh, it seems like there's a lot of eyeballs in the space. I don't see like a a a, an, a, a rogue asteroid sneaking We've had through had us completely blindsided. Many, really. I believe there was one this year,
1: actually, yeah. where they were like. Oh, didn't see that one coming. Well, now oh, it,
2: but, or, but like, minuscule things that had no real impact. So... It, uh, well, okay.
1: They were big asteroids, Kirk. They just... They were close calls. Which means they were, like, a million miles away. But it was close enough
2: to where they were like, Huh, that would have sucked. I, well, yeah, woulda, coulda, shoulda. You yeah, know? I don't know. Like, you, you can be the old lady who watches... Afraid of everything. Or, okay, so... It, it didn't happen. Yippee.
0: Well, it's... And it's only going to take one for us to be like, oh, well, we probably should have done something,
2: because it only... One will do it. Well, right, yes. It's true. Or it's something you don't have much control over. It seems like if it's, at a certain point, if it's going to get you, well, it's going to get you. But I, that's I'm kind gonna...
0: of the point, is if we can if we can figure out a way to deflect it, not Armageddon-style... This it becomes not an issue. Or not a potential issue. The issue then becomes finding the ones that are hidden.
2: As long as Aerosmith can write a song about it, that's all that's all I care about.
1: I'm curious to see if when this satellite crashes into the asteroid and NASA's response is oops.
0: Oh, don't start with oops because <laughs> Flagan. <flagging.
2: Oy.
3: laughs>
0: the fact that they dropped the James Webb. Did did they you dro- not hear about this?
3: I did not. What yeah, happened?
0: they dropped the James Webb satellite. Mm-mm.
1: Like on the ground.
0: Yeah. So here's, <clears throat> I'm trying. I'll try and remember it off the top of my head. But the the press release was something like, one of the clamps uh, malfunctioned and there was a vibration through the facility, which means they were trying to mount it, dropped it, and it hit the ground.
1: Well, that sucks for the James Webb. They've already had tons of problems with that thing.
0: Well, and that's why it got delayed. Um, I think the the earliest it's going to fly now is the 22nd. And I believe the newest news out was that it is completely fine. Hopefully. This is going to be one of the ones that it's like, if it doesn't reach space, it's... (sighs) Who knows why?
1: (laughs) Or if it doesn't fully unfold... It just seems like it's got so much stacked against it with the amount of stuff that has to unfold. And the fact that dropping it is probably not the best thing. That's what I'm like. uh, Why did they drop it?
2: Right. Just what a tangled web James weaves. Am I right?
3: Mm. Yes.
2: Truer words are never spoken or spoken all the time.
3: That sucks. I've been waiting for that
1: stupid telescope to go up for, like, two months, and it just keeps getting delayed. I'm surprised you didn't hear about them dropping it. It was... I think it was Monday or Tuesday. Honestly, my weeks are getting busier and busier, so my time to look at my space news has gone down, so... Yeah. I, I'm with you. <clears throat> but, uh... The other thing John I wanted to talk about was uh well there's two things. One was the Astra rocket that went off last week. Yep. Successfully made it to orbit. So yep. yet another yet another company that is competing with SpaceX and Yay. No. They is are that not. four? Is it four? So okay Kirk, let me clarify cuz John already jumped in and corrected <laughs> me. Uh Astra is not sending crewed missions or anything like that, it is going to be small payloads, basically small
2: satellites that
1: they're sending up, and that's it.
0: They're so completing... No space
2: tourism, no people.
0: I Object. mean, you could potentially fit inside the fairing, I just don't think it would be very comfortable. The and fairing... then when it opens, it's you, you might have a second or two, but...
1: <laughs> the, 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 the The capsule that the fairing he's talking about, which is the payload maximum area... Is five feet by four and a half feet. That's the area that you get.
2: Okay. The average American is not fitting in there. <laughs> <laughs> not in any chance. Not comfortably.
1: Yeah. And oh. so, so they're not directly competing with SpaceX or any so of those what, guys. So what are they,
2: what are they doing then? What's wh- is this just uh trying to uh, publicity stunt That's, to try to no. get attention? No, it's it, a
1: satellite launching company. That's essentially what they're trying to take some of the satellite launches for Space Force and NASA and that kind of stuff. And and that's so it, the
0: thing is satellites can be small. And that's why we have small set launchers. You don't want to pay you don't the, the cubesats are that are like are foot cubed. You don't want to have to pay Falcon nine prices when you can pay, you know, way cheaper. Like I'm so assuming
2: they're, they're trying to carve themselves out as the satellite people. They're, they're The small they can, sat. They can be cheaper because they're not. It's not rockets. It's satellites.
0: Well, it, it's just yeah. You're you're they're sending up a small payload that you you know you don't need a full on rocket for. You're know, a large rocket it, for.
1: You're not. You're not using nearly the amount of fuel. You're not. It's just a different process. So it'd be like McDonald's versus you know Red Robin price-wise anyway yeah, um yeah tie it back
0: their <sighs> competition right now is relativity space virgin because virgin has a uh, small sat launcher that got to orbit and relativity space is close
1: i think and let's not forget about spin launch uh well, spin and, launch and is never fused, going
2: anywhere Fused relativity we are launching a satellite soon if you guys didn't you guys didn't get the memo so, I... I well, he brought I up Spin Launch. <laughs> he brought up sp- with the memos? Okay.
0: Yeah, I just... I'm, I'm seeing more and more problems with Spin Launch.
3: It, it's, oh, a it's a great
0: concept. I just... I don't foresee it potentially being useful.
1: Yes, I said that in jest because I don't think Spin Launch is... They were successful, but I don't think that it's going to be a effective solution for anything at well, this point.
0: Well, and they said that it, you know, the satellites, well, I was reading more into it because when we were talking about spin launch, I brought up the fact that, you know, the components may potentially need to be more hardened and all everything, supposedly, and I, I, this is what they said, was that you they can launch a cell phone without damaging it. And it makes sense because you're, you're, it takes hours to get up to the speed and... Sure, well, it's pulling tens of thousands of G's, but you you're getting there at a short time,
1: and, and it's 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 also spreading out those ten thousand G's over the surface area of the phone. See, well, and it's not just that; it's that inanimate objects,
0: you know, don't exactly f- experience G-force like we do. Like th- there was an example Correct. on it, and I don't agree with it. But they're like, if you if you put your phone down really fast. It's experiencing a ton of G's. I don't agree with that. I don't think it's seventeen thousand or whatever Spin Launch is claiming it'll have to go through. So I still think that they'll probably have hardened electronics, which I still think could potentially survive reentry. So I it's I just think by the time Spin Launch gets going, it is going to cost less just to use a Starlink. Not a Starlink, a starship like you could charter a starship probably less than spin launch will charge you i'm hoping well, i'm wrong
1: speaking of 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 starship i wanted one last thing i wanted to get to before we go over to kirk's corner is elon musk came out this last week and said that for us to colonize mars we're going to have to learn how to live in domes
2: like the Astrodome, like in Houston. That's the oh, when think of dome. That's what I think.
3: No, so more like, the like a biodome.
2: All right, but all right, like biosphere. Okay. Yeah.
1: Essentially, uh, essentially, he's saying like, if we're gonna go to Mars and habitize it, it's gonna have to be under a dome where you can control certain things.
2: Well, you guys said underground is the well, best case scenario. I, yeah, underground so that makes is. Sense.
0: The problem with
2: under. I, even
0: underground, you're still going to want a dome. And I can see what he's meaning with with domes itself, because it's this structurally sound. Uh, like, like when you see a bunch of like tornado shelters, uh, they're usually round, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know much about tornadoes. Yes, uh,
1: domes, domes are technically one of the safer structures to be under for most things.
0: And you, on Mars, you're going to end up with a lot of uh, windstorms and all of that. So I can see domes being used for, like, agricultural processes outside of grow. See, and that's where I kind of disagree, too, because I can grow shit in my by my kitchen sink that has no artificial light. I don't necessarily need, you know, actual sunlight to grow food.
2: Are you talking about your kids? <laughs> no. It seems, like, um, it seems like a mean way to talk about your kids. No, it's hydroponics.
0: Cuz I've grown uh tomatoes, I've grown basil. Hy- well, can't
2: hydroponically, no soil.
0: Yeah. No soil, just Well, it's like styrofoamish stuff. But yeah. The the cooking herb herbs work very well with hydroponics because they don't need a lot and like, even tomato, the the re, my tomato plant, I think the biggest problem with it was it got too big, and uh, yeah, it just got way too big.
1: I still think that sending weeds up to Mars, let's do it. Let's just shoot some weeds up there and see what happens. Yeah, I, it's
0: entirely possible. Like I said, there's probably already life there. I'll stick send, by that theory. Sending
2: weeds up, you pothead. Woo, send weeds <laughs> up to Mars. Wow easy there Cheech. i that's probably going to be the
0: way that we get to mars the safest is just getting everyone stoned and launching
2: them just having them relax and like look it's a long it's a long flight just like we're going to you ever well, listen to pink floyd you're going to enjoy it i mean it you and,
0: high. Yeah, i know we're probably
2: this is a weird thing to so,
0: to switch to but we were talking about alcohol a few weeks ago and weed would potentially be a safer alternative because, you know.
2: Calms people down, relaxes them. It's a lot of the mental anxiety. The, you, you don't know, the, have the side effects
0: eat. of, you know, like vomiting and other uh, things.
2: Alcohol in space seems way worse.
1: Yeah. yeah especially, especially when, you know, the space police pull you over
2: in <laughs> space. Well, just don't. Uh, as long as you don't on your rocket, don't put the I support 420 in a glittery thing, because you're just asking for it to be. You know what I mean? Like, come on, they're gonna frisk
3: you.
2: <laughs> have some class. But have some. Have some common sense. Well, with that, John and Kirk, let's go. Have, let's go over some, to your corner. Have some common sense and come to Kirk's corner. That's right. So. Are we-
0: yeah we're going uh I did not do anything because this week sucked, and I had to work today or last night, so we're we're still with the martini
2: that's a that's fine that's it's
1: it's a, just like every martini I've ever seen it's
2: still there after a week <laughs> untouched um why well you know what I just came with it's it's just joke time it's just the the comedians dozen there's no list, but are you guys ready for some? bring it strap on for some comedy (laughs) and like, right. Right. Here we go. Have some fun everybody. Okay. So, uh, uh, face, my face recognition technology doesn't recognize my face as a face. (laughs) That hurts. That's, (laughs) that's, um, all right. Having a pocket knife is perfectly fine. Having a pocket spoon is a cry for help. (laughs) You're addicted to something, either way. That's unhealthy. Uh, no matter how you're using that spoon, you shouldn't have it on you at all times. Okay. Um this is a f okay. This is a deep question, John. What do you think? Does a constant does a constipated bear shit in the woods? Uh yes. <laughs> Eventually. No, uh, no. <laughs> he, he has to pray to the Pope. <laughs> Oh, Speaking of that, okay, pay toilets, uh, they only accept shit coin. <laughs> shit coin was the phase. Come on. All right, I was you know what? Firefighters, they uh they regularly wet the bed. <laughs> Firefighters wet the bed cuz it's a All right, they have a hose. Anyway. All right. Um this one actually, you know what I got? I I took my fish to the water park. He loved everything except the chlorine. Yeah. <laughs> He no longer sleeps with my other fishes. All right. Speaking of sleeping with the fishes, seriously, sleeping with the fishes must suck because who can sleep with all of those bug-eyed fish looking at you? You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to get a wink of sleep and great, now I'm dead. I didn't have any oxygen. You don't appreciate it till it's gone. Hashtag who knew? Okay. All right. That was a long one. How about a short one? Female penis was not transitioning. The female penis. Was, I think that was a that was a musician joke. That was a music joke. That wasn't a transgender joke. Um, here's one. uh Chris, actually, I bought a counterfeit bit. <laughs> Apparently, I'm in great shape. I walk over 11,000 a day. Um, sure. uh, you know what? You guys, uh, you might appreciate this. You both children the tie goes to the runner but the necktie goes to the father come on yada yada come on all right um either one more here's the things here's the here's my problem the kids kids today they no longer know the facts of life they have no idea about tootie come on the facts of life hashtag outrage
3: yeah no facts of life kirk
2: they take the good, they take the bad. You take them all. There you have the facts of life. The facts of life. All right, you guys are stumped by that song, so that was Kirk no. For I,
0: I I know it. I like
2: I know the song. And <laughs> the I know the name.
0: Of, the, the facts of life was a little past our. Uh... It's just yeah. I don't. I was. Oh, I'm just trying to see, remember that's... it, and I'm like, Come on. I know that I know the song, or you know the the intro and all that. I just
1: I can't.
2: All right. Well. Chris will have to record a version of Facts of Life to refresh <laughs> everybody's memory. Uh,
1: okay, done.
2: Okay, so other than two and other Facts of Life, any questions, any stumpers?
3: No, pretty I solid. Clarify. All right. Yeah. All right. The, uh, I'm going to ponder the bear one for a while, but
1: I'm going to say eventually.
2: Aven- well, yes, after... There's a constipated you, bear shit in the woods.
3: Eat a couple extra berries. You'll be all right.
2: <laughs> all right, good. But no, that's like, uh, I think that's Buddhist monk stuff. That's, when they go pondering the thing, that's what they think about. That blows their minds. And you got your mind blown on Kirk's Corner for fused Relativity, which we're skedaddling out of. Goodbye. <laughs>
3: <laughs> all
2: right. I need to, I still need to slow that up a bit. Yes, and I'm, I'm doing the sound effects still, but <laughs> it's still no flies. Okay. I, uh, I, <laughs> I, I, I'm kidding. What, what do we do? Well, let's, is it, what are, is there something else or is it time for the other? We the, gotta, uh, we go,
1: we're gonna go on topic. It? No, okay. off topic. Sir.
2: <laughs> I, I do want to
0: talk about the flies. Um, because it's me, my calendar now, Every single day, I have a thing that pops up that says "Make the flies." <laughs> I will get it done, and I want to share the the screenshot of it because it's just I like have my days of work and it's just make flies all the way down my calendar. You're,
2: you're like an adult human male with offspring, <laughs> with a job, and you have a memory. The thing that pops up and says "Make flies." <laughs> that amuses. That come on, that's. <laughs> What do uh, I got to do today? Make flies. Ah, uh, I'm going to put fly. that off till tomorrow. And you know what the sad thing is? Chris does that naturally. Am I right? I <laughs> think he smells like feces. <laughs> what do you got for off topic? <laughs> All right. <laughs> My off topic, um, several gallons of Jack Daniels whiskey spilled onto a Tennessee highway. This has happened recently. This is a news story. Uh, the truck contained $400,000 worth of whiskey, and it tipped over while the the, uh, the driver was turning onto Interstate 24. And uh, 47 country songs have already been written about this. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, wait, wait, wait. The driver was, he was, uh, he was charged with an extreme DUI because police said they spent, they, they detected the strong smell of whiskey. Um, and, uh, the last one was an, an inebriated hitchhiker hobo, uh, called it the greatest day of his life. Uh, <laughs> dreams do come true and then passed out en route to the nearby Waffle House. Okay. So that was, but seriously, whiskey, Tennessee, highway. I mean, Chris Stapleton is he's like, this is too easy. This is a fish, fish in the barrel.
3: Yeah, fish in a barrel, yep.
2: Yeah, you throw in fishing, you got them all. Look, uh, I'm going to get drunk on the way back. Someone's going to spill whiskey on the highway, and it's going to be the greatest day. Hell yeah.
3: <laughs> they have... Uh... I mean, for a lot of people, that might be a really fun day. It could be. Yeah. That's... I uh, I actually thought it was... You brought up an alcohol-related story. And uh, I wanted to
1: do the same with my off-topic this week. There's a uh, a river that was discovered in Hawaii. And
3: the river was detected because it smelled like beer. Hmm. And so
1: they they did a uh, a test on it and it actually had a
3: 1.10% alcohol by volume.
2: Was there like a frat house upstream or something? That's what I'm guessing.
1: Uh from what I remember from the story, they said that there was a beverage company that was dumping something into a storm drain that was headed to the it was going to the river but it was enough of whatever it was that it actually made it an alcoholic river so theoretically if you went and drank the water you could maybe catch a buzz from it you'd have to drink a lot though
2: right you would you would be peeing the whole time i was going to say and like, the the that yeah, like to follow, follow. Don't
3: think well I yeah i right. mean it's, you, you don't
1: necessarily want to go around just drinking uh drinking river water but it was uh i thought it was a fun story for the first person who walked up and was like that river smells like beer let's uh
2: let's go try but it out some teenager Just You know, I went close enough. That's all I got. I can't. No one will buy me beer, so I'm going to go drink the river. (laughs) Guessing. That's my theory.
3: So, two alcohol-related off-topics. John, do you have anything? Mine's... mine's,
0: I find it a little bit hilarious that there is a growing
3: communist uh, trend in the U.S. That was all. It's it's definitely
0: a topic for a different day, but the fact that it is growing and it is counter to the whole Red Scare stuff that was going on is
3: amazing. Yeah, that stuff comes in waves. Well, do no, well, no, well, it's, it's like we.
2: They, it seemed like the Cold War seemed to be kind of settled. Like. The U.S. side seems to do better than the Russians, so yeah, why would the U.S. be then supporting the, the it, system that because, seemed to have failed?
0: It's because, uh, and th- this is what I mean. It's it's a topic for a bigger discussion, but there really isn't, or hasn't been, a true communist country. They can call themselves that; it, it doesn't follow with you know what it stood for.
2: Well, the the thing I always heard about the and communists. In a perfect, in a perfect system, in a perfect scenario, communism works. There's no perfect anything. So exactly. Already the flaw is in the premise that there's perfection.
0: Well, and that's 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 part of the thing of why I find it funny is it's not that they're advocating for communism or anything like that. It's more that it's, I think it's partially like reactionary of you know, the a certain side calling everything communist for however long. It's like a boogie word, yeah, it's Yeah, like, oh, it's, they just
2: call it socialism, call it communism, people, oh, I don't like that. It's- well,
0: because it, it technically falls under socialism, like Marxism, Leninism, communism, it all falls under the socialist because it's the people have the power and not, you know, well, that's, I no, don't Communism,
2: communism okay.
1: only has one person in power, but anyway.
0: No, 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 no person in power. That the whole point was the people had to control the means of production, which is why it's also kind of an old – there's a whole thing about it. But I find it funny that I, people are declaring themselves as such, and it's Damn. mostly millennials.
2: Of course it well, is. It's, well, it, because, not for nothing, as a millennial, looking at how their life is in the capitalist system, they're not fans. It's yeah. not going great. The house, the housing market is putting their price – it's, it's out of their price range for the piss-poor wages they're getting and they're leaving college straddled in debt, which with the whole point they were told, you go to college so you can make money. So they're not thrilled.
0: Yeah, it's – and that's why I, it's, it's going to be interesting. I think the next few years are going to be very interesting, which is why I – yeah, we've got some topics coming up that are going to be uh, interesting to say the least.
2: And next episode is number 40. Holy Ooh, cow. We made yes. it to 40. We where are we... at episode 40. Middle age is a podcast as soon as we finish uh, this one.
1: Where our podcast is going to have a midlife crisis.
2: Our our podcast is going to get a Corvette and crash it <laughs> into the, uh, some sort of overpass on the way to Vegas. Yes. <laughs> End up with a weird tattoo, maybe a piercing. We'll see. I know a tattoo artist. I can hook that up now. So be, be careful what you speak of. We're getting yeah. fused relativity tattoos if we make it to fifty. Uh, I did not sign up for that. <laughs> no, you on. Verbal, it's a verbal. <laughs> verbal it's, on a podcast is a verbal contract. You're already. Oh, I'm gonna. We'll, we'll see. I'll see you in court. <laughs> Overruled. All right, Judge Judy. <sighs>
3: Well, I think that'll wrap us up for tonight.
1: Uh, Everybody, thanks for joining us on this Black Friday. Hopefully everybody will find some Christmas presents this weekend into Cyber Monday. You know, supposedly deals are there. I haven't seen anything yet, so I'm skeptical. But,
2: you know, I'm sure there's something for everybody out there. And then tomorrow there's space engineers?
0: Oh, yes. Yes. Possibly, too. I'll see how I feel.
1: We are uh, riding in the space engineers train. We got the Mothership ship doing its thing up there right now as we speak. Eh, it's just chilling in an asteroid. But check us out tomorrow night. We'll be back on stream. Follow us on TikTok if you're not already doing so, because we got one semi-viral video. So we're and you know, we're
0: yeah we're very close to um 37 uh followers off from potentially being able to do something live
2: look we're blown up bitches so get on board (laughs) before that we leave the station so you can say you were with us before it was cool (laughs) yeah you weren't the bandwagon you You started exactly you were the independent punk band when it was eight people come on fuse relativity
1: All right. Well, everybody, once again, thanks for listening. For
3: Chris, John, and Kirk, we will see you next week. Go boldly, friends.